0: Traveling the
1: Vortex. We've joined the Doctor as he travels the Vortex and are landed at episode number 302, where it's 1984
0: and never as good as the book. I'm Keith. I'm Sean. I'm Glenn. How are you guys? Well, I'm good exhausted not, we've been doing halloween stuff all weekend so. i've been
2: watching your posts come in and I I, <laughs> I I felt like this weekend was my opportunity to kind of throw some yeah i'm gonna catch up to glenn i knew i wasn't but there was there was a friendly little uh and then you were <laughs> I, joked,
0: I joked with mason earlier in the week because caitlin had and caitlin and holly both volunteered for Halloween haunted house this weekend that helen hawker's doing and i joked with mason i said we'll have to do halloween extravaganza this weekend so friday night Ollie says, what are you guys doing this weekend? I, said, I don't know. And, he, and she goes, well, your son's been talking all week about all the w- w- Extravaganza. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought, oh, I guess we better do something.
2: <laughs> What's for dinner? Spaghetti-O surprise.
0: <laughs> so we went through the haunted house. And then there was a Toys R Us had a Frankenstein build. So we went over there, did that. Then we went to lunch. And then uh, Pokemon around the park. We went over to the Dylans after that. Got, kind of
1: ironic, considering his costume. Yeah, that was the funny
0: thing. I took a picture of him playing Pokemon as, as Pikachu. And then uh, we went over and got some pumpkins for the night. And when Holly and Caitlin got done, came home, did some pumpkins. We got the pumpkins. It was pretty late once we got the pumpkins together. So today, we got up and uh, we baked cookies. We went to lunch, went to Toys R Us because we had a Pokemon event there. Picked up a card, Pokemon card. Uh, did... Uh, the cookies, decorated the cookies, watched uh, Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, and I think that was it. And then we went to, uh, my niece's uh, turned 12 on Thursday, so we celebrated her birthday tonight. Hmm. That was it. I just feel like I've been going and going and going. <laughs> Caramel apples were on the list of things to do this weekend, but we just didn't get around to it. Uh, that's too bad. Well, we got a lot of stuff in. I don't feel so bad about it actually. Carmel Mason and I I asked Mason, Do you have fun with Halloween extravaganza? And he said, Yeah, we do a lot of stuff. <laughs> Satisfying, him <laughs> then apparently. <laughs> well that's most important. Yeah, it was the most important. That's right. Yeah. That was fun.
1: Other than movie watching of Halloween stuff, I haven't really done much. Otherwise, we dressed up Cody today in his costume and took him around to the grandparents. What is
0: he again? He's a Jedi. Ah.
1: We call him Cody One Kenobi. That's
0: right. I remember
1: that. So look that. for, uh, by the time this posts, uh, there should be pictures online if you want to go see what he looks like in his Jedi robes.
0: Sean, did you do anything this weekend? Um,
2: we uh, we watched a couple movies. I watched White Noise 2. Uh, and then I, I tried to watch Last Days on Mars, which has been on my Netflix Instant <laughs> queue forever. And uh, it started, and I was like, this is great, I'm going to go buy this. And then it just...
1: <laughs> wow, that
2: that <laughs> bombed quickly. Yeah, it, it, was, it was it was not good. I watched Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Oh my god, <laughs> mm-hmm. you haven't watched it yet, right? No, you need to go home and watch this movie tonight. It's that good. It's it really so is. funny. Oh man, I, I I just was rolling, and I, I had tears rolling down my face at one point And Mel's looking at it, going, "Oh, they can't be that." Oh yeah. <laughs> It's just uproariously funny. And then I watched Frankenweenie, which I hadn't seen. The remake? The, the full-length, not the, the see, short.
1: The stop-motion?
2: The, the stop-motion stop one. And then we watched a bunch of classic stuff while we were carving pumpkins and had them on in the background, and <clears throat> um, which you could see on the stoop. I, watched,
1: uh, I finished my trek through the Universal Frankenstein slash Wolfman movies uh, with House of Frankenstein and House of Dracula. Uh, then I moved on to Curse of the Werewolf, the hammer horror film,
0: which... I watched that this week, too.
1: It was interesting. It was, it was a unique approach to a werewolf movie from what I've... I can't think of any other ones where, spoilers, he's born with it. Uh, it is kind of disappointing that you only get to like, the last 15 minutes with the actual as werewolf. A, as a werewolf, <laughs> yeah. That's the downside of it. Frankenstein Must Be Destroyed was the next hammer one I watched. It's so interesting that the, the Hammer Frankenstein films move to brain transplants instead of creating <laughs> monsters. Yeah. But this one, Frankenstein is very out of character well, even throughout in the, most of it. Even
0: in the first Hammer Frankenstein film, Curse, the focus is on the brain.
1: Yeah, it's true. So <laughs> they're just no longer cobbling together right, bodies right. but the brain. Is. Exactly, and I mean
0: they do cobble together bodies in the first one, but and the first couple. Yeah. but it's like the the last one. But the and brain is one. still the central focus, even of those yeah, two that's films.
2: that's True. So. Was it uh, Abby? Someone
1: <laughs> it was not Abby. <laughs> Abby someone. Normal. Uh, Scouts' Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. You should watch that if you can before Halloween's up. That okay. is really interesting.
2: I've heard good things about it.
1: It's hard R. It's a bit more vulgar than I expected and just as gory as I expected but it's pretty funny. Did you watch any other movies Glenn?
0: No I was just going to point out you'd really enjoy uh, Mark Gatiss apparently for BBC4 a few years back did a thing called um, History of Horror there's three parts to it and it starts with the Universal Monsters and the product that was being put out in the US and the second part focuses on the British uh, stuff, the Hammer stuff and the Meritus stuff and then uh, the third part swings back to the U.S. and the, the modern age of, the, well, the modern classic age that started with, like, Halloween and that. 70s era, and so.
1: 80s. Huh. Is that. Uh, I
0: found them on YouTube, so.
1: Oh, I'll yeah. have to go look those up then. I talk about you Doctor Who.
0: You. Well, it's a worthless Doctor <laughs> 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 But it's, it's hosted by Mark Gatiss. I watched a whole host of stuff <laughs> I'm not going to go over this week. It was Halloween related.
1: Uh, we did watch a non Halloween movie, as the sacrilegious as that probably is uh, Demolition. With, um, not Spider-Man, Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> Sorry, I had to sort my brain through it. With, With not, not Spider-Man, Spider-Man Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jill- oh, Jake Gyllenhaal, the actor, is the main character in it. I and always. I conf- guess you're right. He's not Spider-Man. I, I get conf- sometimes I struggle between him and Tobey Maguire. Oh, 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 Okay. Not one I'd go out and buy or probably rewatch, but <laughs> if it's streaming, I would watch it. Oh, well, let's move on to news. <laughs> uh, the BBC have announced the bonus material for the Power of the Daleks DVD release. Still not announced for the U.S., by the way. <coughs> Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sean is now choking on his pumpkin seeds.
1: Not that I'm bitter about this at all. <laughs> and some gorgeous artwork. If you haven't seen the artwork, go check that out. Really, you think so? Uh, I like the Daleks. The faces are kind of, yeah. But... I
0: don't like it. I don't like it at all. Really? Nope. Looks like something I could have drawn.
2: I, I figured you would like it because it's reminiscent of what they did with um, uh, Web of Fear, and it's got that same kind of feel to it where it's not the... Remember how we all freaked out that it wasn't the font, <laughs> and you were? We were going, yeah, I like it because... Uh, it's. Yeah. I assumed that you'd be like, oh, well, yeah, no, cool. No, no, I, that. That
0: part the is okay the with. formatting, I'm all right with it. It's just it, it the, the, the artistry the, the, doesn't look quite right to me. It's just their faces are a bit off. Yeah, I don't, it, it doesn't even look so much like the animation I've seen. I'd almost rather them have pulled animation directly from it. It almost looks like a sketchbook drawing to me. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I'm not a fan. <laughs> formatting wise, it didn't bother me. I don't mind that the fonts are slightly different. It, it looks it like it's going to have both,
1: both the the full version art and the standard roundel art.
0: That'll be nice for the UK um, purchasers that like to have that consistency.
1: Uh, So, Among the bonus features, uh, audio commentaries on all six episodes, um, original camera scripts will come with the DVD, or on the DVD, Uh, original title sequence, uh, newly restored, um, original Dalek voice session recording, uh, making of a uh, documentary, spe- pre- uh, specially prepared, uh, featuring interviews with members of the original '66 cast and crew. What's uh, left of them? <laughs> yeah, and a Telesnap reconstruction. So, if the animation you don't like, you can go watch the recon. <laughs> that's cool. Sh- Shana, I think that's really Shana, cool. Really really cool going cool to pick both. it up,
0: and watch the Telesnap one, and just leave the animation one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And for those really curious of what probably, probably it, not <laughs> if the animation kind wait, of varied. Wait, smell that
0: That's sarcasm. <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. No, no the, the
1: fact that you can watch it and see kind of how they changed the animation, or if they did at all, to which is the, the
0: interesting thing because the big uh, leak clip that came out. Somebody pointed out that all of the animated shots in that leak clip. We're almost done, like, almost rotoscoping the uh, snapshots that exist, the telesnaps that exist. And I went back and I looked at it. Sure enough, it does. And so I imagine there's not going to be a lot of difference. Well, in a I'm, way, I'm, that's. I'm just
1: always curious, too, because I see some of those shots in, like, Tenth Planet in the animated part that weren't that way in the other three parts. That I wonder, okay, so was that actually that way in the fourth part, or did, was that animated creative license?
0: It was one of those things that I think they, that depending on the animation company, they some of them strived to do that. They would look at the. Uh, telesnaps if they existed and they would try to match as well as they could. Yeah. Um. And then there was like, I think the Moonbase was one of the ones where they just used the telesnaps as inspiration and stepped away and did a little something different. So it kind of depended on the animation. Yeah, I think so, so it'll be interesting to see what this group did.
2: I suddenly am I'm curious to know if um, Reign of Terror has the Recon on it because I don't like oh. the animation on Rain right of Terror*. So will have to go look. I don't. I did I didn't, is the first I didn't one that's even ever think about that, The animation and the recon. Yeah, I think. I'm think no, aware right, of. Those. As far as it's I know, fine. I think it is. Yeah. So there's there's some other. My, my humble opinion. That's the way to do it. Give us, you both. know, give us both. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah but after, <laughs> I think my problem with that is after watching uh, *Underwater Menace*, with what BBC gave us as or to entertain gave Hopefully us as a little re- better yeah i mean <laughs> that, i hope it's better because that's why i actually like the loose cannons and the other reconstruction uh, groups that did them prior because they they put some love into them and made them you know even though they had cropped out you know images of from other places and other sources they made it a lot more bearable to watch when we watched underwater minutes you know i commented on how by doing just the whole linear style of what you had it really got very stoic, and it didn't work so well. So, I don't
1: know. Hopefully, this won't be stoic or stale, because there's 400 individual still frames, according to this, that exist from Power of the Daleks. So, Snaps?
0: Yeah.
2: Wow. But by that same token, I think we would have also preferred a DVD that had that
0: and had an animated well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, that's true, too. I may not have been come down as hard on the <laughs> tele-snaps. <laughs> uh,
1: there's also probably what leaked uh, animated animation test footage so a bunch of clips of stuff they used to practice on that's probably what it was yeah so that's pretty exciting though they're getting a DVD release
0: (laughs) they are getting a DVD DVD release I hope we get one I sure
1: hope hope so too I'm gonna be so disappointed if we don't it'll probably be a year after kind of like Underwater Menace
0: was it a full year I don't think so I I might be exaggerating for dramatic effect it It was a long time Well, we could, we did we even got um, Web of Fear and Enemy of the World several much, months after um, it wasn't yeah it wasn't. after the UK got their copies. Yeah. So, I mean, it was definitely after the release in October, but
1: I can't remember when those were.
0: I'm okay with February that. February or March, a couple months or was one thing. I, I'm I'm okay like, with
2: a year. I just you know, the, you're in UK, you deserve it first. You're English. You you can you can have that one. Just make sure that we get it at, you know, eventually. Just it just makes. Just let problem. me know it's going to come out. Like, world, the world
1: is such a global, global marketplace. It makes more sense for them to do a worldwide release because I don't know how much more it is to put it on region one discs and ship it over here. But I would imagine it would only boost sales and make it more profitable.
0: I think the the, the problem I have with waiting too long on it is at what point do they say you know in the I think in the U.S. DVD. I think in the U.K versus the US, DVDs are still a viable uh, marketable tool over there. In the US, we've kind of all but shoved DVD aside. and so My worry is, the further down the line you do it, the but less they're aptly they're going to do it on a DVD and then maybe even not do it on a Blu-ray because they'll say, well, you're getting a digital copy and that's what the US wants Is They want all their stuff digital. I'd rather them do it now, as close as they can while there still is a market for DVD and I can put it on my shelf next to all the rest of my DVDs because in a year from now, I don't think they're going to think it's a viable format because it, I, America just continues to trundle away from anything on DVD. That's old. That's old school format to most consumers over here.
1: I agree.
2: Can we get a VHS release? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> How about a beta?
2: Ooh, yeah.
0: But not it. a laser disc because Sean's broke. <laughs> <laughs> His player broke. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> All CAV, so you'd have to do half hour per side, be five discs, and <laughs> seven hundred dollar box that <center. laughs> nobody but
0: you would uh, buy.
1: Our next bit of news: uh, some convention news. British Fest for next year announced their first guest, Terry Malloy.
2: Yay!
1: He's coming to the convention. So June fourth, th- or second through fourth, in Omaha.
2: Omaha. British Fest the fourth. We have the title of the, of the con yet. Uh. It's not important. It I was does, just curious. It doesn't
1: say. So I don't know if there is a title this year. Oh, and so we thought since other conventions are coming up near the end of the month, we do a quick recap of who's going to be where. Uh, for Li who. Which is November 11th through... 13th. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't, I'm tapping on that. I don't know why. Uh, Peter Davison, Colin Baker, Paul McGann, uh, Gemma Redgrave, who plays Kate Stewart, Sophie Aldred, who is, of course, Ace, Annika Wills, Fraser Hines, Peter Purvis, Richard Franklin, uh, Daphne Ashbrook, E. G. Tso, Claire Higgins, who is Ohilia in the new series, and Jeremy Radek, who is the security guard in Doctor Who the movie, among other guests. At Chicago TARDIS, the guy who plays Ben, for Big Finish, will be there, Elliot Chapman, uh, Michelle Gomez, Fraser Hines, Louise Jameson, uh, John Leeson, Wendy Padbury, Peter Purvis, Deborah Watling and Annika Wills will be all at Chicago TARDIS. Good lineup. And they just recently, not that long ago, announced some Galley guests.
2: They did. They updated their list for uh, Gallifrey 1 in February of next year, if you're lucky enough to already have tickets to that. Uh, their guest list includes Paul McGann, Lala Ward, which I'm super frustrated and angry that I'm not going to be there for that. Uh, Louise Jameson, Katie Manning, Mark Strickson, Peter Purvis, Annika Wills. Frazier Hines, Philip Hinchcliffe, uh, Hattie Hayridge, Daphne Ashbrook, uh, Simon Fisher Becker, Nicholas Briggs, and a whole host of, uh, the normal, uh, uh, uh various and a sundry, uh, writers, and, uh, you know, Jason hay and Paul Cornell and Tony Lee and Michael Troughton and, uh, Barnaby Edwards, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, they always put on a, a pretty good spread down there as well. And if you're going to any of those cons, feel free to send us any
1: bits of news or tidbits or reports, you can send that to feedback at com or go to com and fill out the Send Us Feedback tab.
2: Always looking for roving reporters.
1: That's right. We can give you a special correspondent title. Let's move on to our reviews. The Reaping. On the morning of the 9th of may 1984 perry woke up she was expected to spend the day laxing in lanzarote and that evening leave her mother and stepfather to go traveling with some guy she'd only just met but things don't always go as expected as her friends and family discover when four months later she returns home having traveled further than anyone could have imagined meanwhile her friend catherine chambers mourns her father and perry finds herself meeting some other familiar faces that is not a very good publisher summary.
0: No, because it talks about a lot of stuff that was just alluded to.
1: Well, it's it's a lot of the setup. It's all yeah. setup.
0: <laughs> um, eh. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Oh, I really enjoyed this. I, so really? did I. Yeah.
2: All grand. right, well, you lead off and tell me why, I should, why I'm missing out.
0: Well, I just had a grand time. I liked the, uh, actually I kind of liked the, uh, delving into Perry Perry's past that we didn't get much of from planet of fire when she joins the tardis crew i think or <laughs> joins well yeah tardis crew because i guess tegan was still there at the time um Turlo. or Turlo, sorry and uh, i get a uh uh you kind of get a little bit of that family that you don't know that she kind of left behind uh the stepdad who she was on the trip with um that was kind of cool but that being said i like how we've tossed back to uh the whole family drama and aspect and the idea that well, it's it's hard to it's hard to uh, synopsize this because it's a lot of mystery and intrigue that the doctor gets wound up in because of it's his nature to find out what's going on, only to find out that he was lured there as a trap. And I think that was kind of cool, too. And then the build up to that one Cyberman that was. Uh, trying to get him so that they could go all the way back in time I don't know, it was, the story was just this really nice webbing of of intrigue and mystery and, and misdirection and i just had a lot of fun listening to it i can't put my finger on what makes it great
2: <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell me what i'm missing out on keith all the great character stuff with perry
1: and her friends and family and seeing a different side of perry that we don't normally see yeah, yeah. of her trying to prove that she is different and, what, and and also getting to see how her family normally saw her and kind of the um, what's the episode of series one where they come back a year later and realize oh crap we just kind of she went missing and we didn't deal with it the fact that we kind yeah, of deal with that down. with Perry's aspect of it I found fascinating and meeting her friends and her mom which we never got to meet before uh and then the then there 's the whole cyberman storyline, which is incredible because they predicted quasi predicted uh the idea of the plot behind the cybermen in dark watch. Yeah, yeah. Way in advance even yeah. though it didn't wasn't a real no. plot, even though it was trickery, which was even better.
0: What in- I that's what I liked about it was that I kept listening to it going, "Wow, they just ripped this off." Well, no they didn't. This was first. <laughs> this is where Moffat <laughs>
1: got the idea and said, "Oh, okay, let's actually have it work this time." <laughs> yeah. Uh the fact that the how the doctor tricks him into, okay, we'll go back in time. We'll... He takes him
0: to Mondas instead <laughs> and, of <laughs> And then we take him back forward to Mondas,
1: and we get to hear the classic Cybermen, and he abandons him and, and leaves him. It's, it's a, as Glenn said, a fantastic ride and a well-woven story.
0: It is well-woven. I think it's... Uh, there... what, what's cool about it is you're getting this family drama, and you're getting to learn more about Perry and her relationship with your family while you still have this other story that's being developed as well with the Cyberman and the plot and the trick to get the doctor where he needs to go and it's almost like these, these parallel stories that work so well together and they're interweaved so well that it's it's just quite enjoyable and, and it, from one turn to the next you don't know what's going to happen and that's what I like in a story it's not predicting what's going to happen not knowing where we're going with it yeah
2: okay so I, I agree with you about the family drama I, I really enjoyed that I thought that was well done I like the fact that it's in a way kind of almost subtly poking the fans because I, I felt like Perry's mom and her friends, I don't know, it seemed like they kind of related to Perry how I think a lot of fans relate to Perry, that they're, oh, you're you're kind of selfish and you're kind of self-absorbed and you're in for, it, you know, oh, you're going to go shopping. Uh, okay. Not really realizing as we do, because we've spent a lot more time with her that she's got these layers and I agree things.
0: that that was purposeful yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, and then later when everything hits the fan and her mom's commented that you've changed when she's kind of taking charge and, and you go do this and do that it was like yeah I, I, I really liked that it showed Perry in a different light than what you know and
1: seeing her interactions with her mom and hearing her mom you see why Perry the way is the way she is Is the too. way she is, yeah you it, see there 's so much there it, it the really, reason they butt heads is they 're too much alike
0: exactly yeah, It exactly. really kind of expounds on perry 's character and where she comes from and why she 's the way she yeah. is,
2: so I thought all of that was great. Uh, I, I really liked the idea of the Google box i thought I, I was honestly a little disappointed that that wasn 't the thrust of it that that 's just the the inciting incident to get us somewhere else. Because then they left, and I went, aw. Because <laughs> I was all, I was, yeah, this is the greatest thing anybody has ever done in Doctor Who. Give me that story. Okay, well, I'll, all right, we'll go down here to Earth, and we'll, we'll we'll muck around with them. And then the cyber subplot started. I was like, okay, cool. Hey, this is, this is death in heaven and dark water. This is awesome. Oh, it's not. Oh, okay. Oh, it's a trap. What? You set all this up as a trap for the Doctor. That's thin. Well, That's you know, super I don't think stretchy. Is, I think it's thin either I yeah, think Considering where
1: we learn where where the Cyberman wound up, yeah. and he was able to make the connection to Perry, and so it was easy as, easy to set that track. Yeah.
2: If they hadn't gone to the, the the Google box, he wouldn't have known.
1: It all I, I, it I all hinged
2: it was, on an accidental stopover. No, I think
1: he was all hinging on assuming that he would return <clears> his <throat> companion to her home.
2: Yeah. Has this Cyberman ever watched well, the show? <laughs> <laughs> Not the best history with that. But. <laughs> it, 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 leaving out the new series, discount all of that. Let's deal with Doctors 1 through 6. Name one companion that got back where they were supposed to at the end of the adventure.
0: Well, I don't think that's fair because, and I'm one that likes to expound into the universe the sixth doctor dropped perry off a few times in the comics and traveled with frobisher and it's alluded to that he dropped her off in uh maybe baltimore. that's why i'm a little more accepting of it yeah dropped her off in baltimore or dropped her off in new york for one instance yeah. and so i mean so, yeah, the, the um, Sixth Doctor, to me, has dropped Perry off at home, and it does work for me. You're right, from a the, standpoint of... But, but,
2: but we get Despite the
1: many efforts, he got Tegan home, twice.
2: And, and, but <laughs> in, in, in the confines of this story, she's been gone for four months, and they didn't know what happened to her. So this is the first trip home. It doesn't work.
0: But, no, you, point, can yeah, about, you can talk. You can talk all you want is, about it being the well woven, home, And and, I, and, the, and it's not like that. It's it's alluded to. At, by the point. We get to the fifth and sixth doctor. The doctor does have a lot more control over the guidance of the TARDIS. The, and as uh, Keith pointed out, he got Tegan home twice. I mean, again, it was yeah, a little bit accidental, but he got her home. <laughs> well, the I mean, one time
1: he got him got her home, it was just too soon.
0: Yeah, it was just too early. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Where did he throw BC? <laughs>
0: Everybody got her
2: there. <laughs> Your flight's early. <laughs> I just. You, you talk Plus about Plus, he being, got
0: to Amsterdam in order to uh, <laughs> Fort Omega with no problem of grading the tires. That's true. It's a contrivance. It, it, it didn't work for me at all. You the, talk the, about it being well robed, and I was like, I like all the elements, but I, I don't say, think they gel. I would at all. say that the Google Box is a slight convenience. I'll give you that. But beyond that, it doesn't matter because that's the one thing that has to set all the events up, and I'm okay with that. Uh, I, I just.
2: It it just didn't gel for me. No, nothing about that. And and I I I felt like when the when the when the big reveal came that there was just the one Cyberman and we that he, two well technically two there was, <laughs> there, was, there was there was the Cyberman and there was the cyberleader, cyber controller, cyber and now was that um It was a cyber controller. Was it David Banks voicing it him? It sure sounded like it did not it sound it. like um
1: uh, It was Nicholas Briggs. Briggs.
2: It was Briggs? Wow. Good on you, Nicholas Briggs, because I thought for sure you brought in a guest voice for the cyber controller uh, or leader or whatever he was. I kept waiting for him to say excellent. You know, it's just like, yeah. Yeah, they got David Banks excellent. back. This is cool. Um, but I, I felt a little cheated that we weren't actually. Cyber controlling anything, and the, the you know we had the mind control. All the, all the elements of the story were great, but it, to it me, got to mind, that fourth part, and it just kind of didn't.
0: Say to me, the the mind, mind control was the supporting effort that, 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 that when they say this is the cyber controller, he is utilizing. That's yeah, he's utilizing yeah. what he knows best. But, control, but, but there's and no so, army of
2: Cybermen. There's
0: no. I don't think there have to be. In the, fact, no maybe that's what I like the best about it is there wasn't this impending. We didn't go to the old trope of there's an invasion force there's tons of cybermen and they're going to come in and you're gonna to have to figure out how to do deal with all of them they, they they knocked it down to only having to deal with these two the one guy that was converted after he died and the cyber controller and I like that in fact, I like the aspect that he they he had fooled the doctor into thinking that he had devised some sort of the Cybermen had devised some sort of plan to where they could inject people and and you know convert cyber convert them with just a pinprick of a needle inside of a coffin. I thought that was so clever, and to find out that that was a ruse to me was even cooler because I thought wow because even the doctor fell for that. That's you know it was one of those things like because I thought if they could just convert like this like they do in, in Death and Heaven and Dark Water. <laughs> yeah. why aren't they just doing this through 7th, 8th, ninth? Why aren't they doing that all along? And so to find out that that was just a clever ruse, I was like, okay, I like that. It still fits within the conformity of the universe. And, so, and see,
2: maybe it's just because being a Star Trek fan and, and, and seeing the evolution of the Borg and their conversion process that, you know, we start off with Picard strapped to a table and then by the time you get to first contact, it's like chink-shink and we've injected nanoprobes into your body that start rewriting your DNA instantaneously, and it's like, oh, yeah, That I mean, that's that's the evolution of the technology. That makes sense. And I kind of kept waiting for the Cybermen to do something like that. They did! And I got all excited! No. Yeah, we can't do that yet. Yeah, see, like, I, ugh, think, I think uh, the problem
0: with, with that was it, it takes away from the clunkiness of the Cybermen, which is very... I think, that's what Death and Heaven and, and Deep uh, Dark Water do, is they kind of take... They do take the, the Cybermen into the uh, the next step, which I think is fine for the modern series. But to drop something like they that the classic, it. Yeah. it just doesn't, yeah. It doesn't the, work. The, the, yeah, and so that, I was I was actually very grateful that that was a whole. I mean, it
2: didn't it didn't have to be an entire invasion force, but I wouldn't have minded a squad of Cybermen. I wouldn't have minded See, that. that he, to yeah. it, See, I, I, that's I, what, I, I, what I
0: liked. To, that was different. That it, we didn't go there because again. If it was,
1: it would have been Rise of the
0: Cybermen.
2: Yeah,
1: exactly. which had just <laughs> yeah. apparently just I the the. The mind control made me think of the Bluetooth in that story. And I thought, oh, they took that idea. And apparently, I don't know when this story was written, but May 2006 was when that broadcast. This story came out September 2006. Oh, so that's pretty close. It's pretty close. Very close, yeah. So it's hard telling who, who wrote the story first. But, so I really liked the idea that there wasn't this invasion, that he was using almost RoboMen. To some extent, right, right on Earth.
2: So, okay, explain to me the pod. This pod's in the basement. and It's Time Lord. Where'd it come from?
0: Uh, well, somewhere the Cybermen got it. We don't know that Cyber Controller got it. We know that.
2: Okay, explain to me the egg. Because that's Time I'm Lord technology to be, too. Why would right. Why would the Time Lords have a, a, a thing? I, that, think, I,
1: I got the impression that he they he got the egg with the pod. Like stole both. Yeah. And he adapted the egg to be a conversion process. Right, cyber conversion it wasn't process. designed to do that, which is why it explodes.
0: <laughs> well, the egg is, is from the way they were describing it, how it kind of comes off into two pieces, to me was the two sides that go onto the side of the head. And that was the idea, was to put those on there and then do the cyber-controlling or cyber-converting that way with the eggs, that the eggs kind of do the cyber-conversion Uh, From that point, it it needed to be Time Lord technology, I think, so that it was advanced enough beyond what the Cybermen had capabilities of in order to be able to do that, to rewrite DNA or rewrite, you know. Okay, but isn't that kind of a
2: a, a plot contrivance? It's just like, it's this magic, it's Deuce Ex Machina. It's something that comes out of the middle of nowhere that fixes the plot problem of what the Cyberman's doing on Earth. I'll give you that.
0: I'll give you that. Uh, and it happened
2: in the fourth part. It just—it it was one more element that it's like uh, okay.
1: It's what that needle should have been for you. Yeah. I mean it, it, it just... If he had the egg, why well, wasn't he just using that to convert everyone to begin with?
2: I don't mind that he was sick and that he tried piloting the pod, but I just... Well, think he he,
0: number one, he couldn't do it by himself. Yeah, he That's needed it. That's why him. he wasn't converting anybody. The last thing, his last-ditch effort was to convert... Uh, Bob? Was the dad. The, the other, yeah, the the friend's dad. That was his yeah. last-ditch effort. He was Anthony. 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 He, was, he was... That was it. That was the one shot he had. Everything else had to lure the doctor there. Number two, the, the cyber controller had the foresight to say, I could do it here, and it would be harder because we've started already with humans that are around. I'm going to go back to the very beginning and cyber, you know, convert when there's very few humans so that it will continue to evolve from that point. And so that's that, great. That, that's, that's,
2: that's a genius plan. It was and, like, okay, cool. And like for a great joke when the, he says, we need to go back to the prehistory. And the doctor's like, I've been there <laughs> a couple times now.
1: And, and to the, the Cybermen's plan, the, the the likelihood of the doctor showing up that if there's a Cyberman roaming about, is pretty high. I, I can't think of a story where it hasn't happened. Every time there's a Cyberman, it may not have been the Sixth <laughs> Doctor, Doctor and Peri like it, yeah. he intended, but it's gonna happen.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Granted, I haven't listened it to, the to Cyberman be, it stories. Had, but, but from, but the big from what news. his
0: point is, it had to be the Sixth Doctor and Peri because he because had it utilized where he close was to her. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. So I, it it just... it,
1: it, from their logic, he's the one who always shows up and thwarts them. So of course, he's still gonna do that.
0: But. <laughs> I expected you to like this, just because it had cybernetics, I love the fact that you you and I are landing on the same thing, same points about everything else. Yes. Him, I didn't expect to like it as well, but I thought he'd come out of it. Even though there, it's because a lot of times there's there'll be plot hole problems with a story, and you'll still love it because the story is still solid and fun. But this was one of the ones I thought, well, he's going to have a few problems with the plot points, but he'll, he'll be fine with the rest of it. You're really coming down on the, there were two or three plot points well, the, that the, didn't work, and so suddenly three, yeah. it threw everything out. Yeah, the, the yeah. two
2: or three plot points were big enough for me that they kind of just, I, like I said, I liked everything else. I was having a really good time through parts one through three. And then we got to part four, and it, it, it just kind of, ever the house of cards came down. Mm. And then the Mondas reveal came up, which was great! But it wasn't enough to fix. (laughs) It was just like, aw. (laughs) That would have been really cool if you
0: hadn't screwed the rest of this up. I think the other thing that that it it touches on is the nature of the Sixth Doctor and his need to investigate and figure things out. He really has that drive to find out what the mystery is. And I think driving down to that is part of the trap. And why he he snares the trap is because of that element. Uh, I think that really... I quite enjoyed that as well. It really kind of it didn't even it didn't even do anything new other than the doctor the sixth doctor seems to be easily tricked sometimes but not always. But this one he falls and and I fall full <laughs> fledge heartily into that trap, and I like that element of his. as well. Had it
2: been an Eighth Doctor adventure, when he got to that moment, he would have been berating himself, yeah, going, exactly. stupid,
0: stupid Doctor, why didn't I see this coming? And well, the, the, the Eighth Doctor is very stupid, stupid, how could I have done that? And the Sixth Doctor is always kind of, well, of course. <laughs> you know, that's it, that's <laughs> yeah. all you get out of that's it. Is the yeah, most you're going to get course. him to admit there. <laughs>
2: The other, I thing should that, have known. the other thing that really bothered me was the the, the end where once once the
1: Cybermen resolution was over, that ending did not set well with me either.
0: Well, it the, didn't for me either. Until so, I listened to yeah, the next yeah, one and yeah. see <laughs> that there was some other
1: stuff that I assumed I knew going into this that this was essentially a two parter somehow linked. Yeah. So when we didn't get the resolution of the numbers that kept getting repeated to the Doctor,
0: yeah, I was okay. That must come up in the next one. Quite frankly, though. As those dropped, I kept wondering, I wonder what's this numbers all about? What's it? But by the end of the thing, I had forgotten about the numbers. <laughs> I really had. And so when they show up again in the next one, I went, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm supposed to remember these numbers. <laughs> so I thought that was cool, too. I,
1: I really liked trying to figure out what the numbers were because I, I kept thinking, is that an order of the adventures of... Involving this story, is he that seven doctor? Than I, did.
0: <laughs> six I just doctor, kept hearing his... doctor because it was
1: like a seven six five, and but I, I forgot there was a The six doctor there. says,
0: "Why do everybody keep saying these numbers to me?" And I was like, "Yeah, why does everybody keep saying these numbers
2: to me?" <laughs> it drove me nuts because after the second time, I was like, "Okay, I've heard that before," and then it happened again. I'm like, "What is the thing? What is it?" And then he asked, "What is with these numbers?" And then nothing. And I, it, it did. It made me angry. I was like, "Why would you do that?" And then, okay, it's probably part of this other one. I'm glad we scheduled these together because of this. We get to the end of the thing, and they blow up Perry's family. <laughs> this whole nice we've been getting to know you bit.
1: I was okay with that. The one lady, she was kind of. I wasn't too
0: she was a bit gonna throw in there too. I didn't. I, I thought there was gonna be more about her that I felt they didn't go anywhere with. Yeah, but it, that was kind
2: of. And see, I, well, it, it, that that was frustrating too because the bit with her and the doctor was comedic gold, and it was funny. And you know, she's driving crazy, and you know, he's legitimately concerned, which the sixth doctor doesn't tend to get to very frequently. So I was like, yay! And then she disappears for two thirds of it, and then. Oh, I'm back at the end. Oh, what's this beeping? I don't know. Oh, look, it looks
0: like an egg. Boom!
2: What, was that I was, I was, what I happened was, here? I was
0: genuinely mad about that part. In fact, yeah. we got to that, and I thought, what a great story. What a crappy ending. <laughs> Even though I knew the two were linked, there was this boom, and I thought, ah. And then when the next one started, it kind of hit me. I thought, I wonder if that's going to play into the next one. And I, they kind of started... In the same way that they started the first With one where the they own. had the different elements of, of audio that you were hearing that you couldn't quite figure out what was going on. And they do the same style. They didn't do the exact same things, but they right. did the same style. Well, there style. were some of the same clips, I yeah. think. And what it, but what ex, what it, what it, uh, excited me about it was, luckily I'm listening to these back-to-back because I was traveling when I was listening to them. That's when it got, I got excited. because I thought, oh, that whole ending there was a setup for this. And so yeah. that, that worked for me by that time. But... but <laughs> Listening to, it Listening on to that own. by its own. I was like, I was really mad at that ending. I thought, what a stupid ending! <laughs> but then, you know, ten minutes later, I'm into the next one, going, oh, okay. <laughs> I think that's the, the
2: the biggest part of it is, I I don't know how Big Finish marketed these at yeah. the time that they came out. I'd have been really angry as well, a I had subscriber the to mine. get the one I had the trailers. and not have the second one. Like, if you didn't listen to these two back-to-back, it had been like...
0: I had the trailers on mine, and the trailer for the fifth Doctor one was actually the beginning of the sixth Doctor story. So I, And that never happens. They yeah. always do it at the end. And so I kind of wondered if that was purposefully put at the beginning so that I would realize that, hey, there's another part to this.
1: They did come out at the same time, September 2006. Okay.
0: So. so, subscribers get more. No, so subscribers <laughs> would have gotten yeah, I mean, they're really, they're,
2: they're really meant to be digested yeah. together, um, yeah. which is the thing. Getting into the gathering, I don't know if we're ready to move on to that or not. Should we do yeah. the synopsis? Yeah. Do the synopsis. Yeah. On the morning of September
1: 22nd, 2006, Tegan woke up. She was expecting to spend the day relaxing at home, that e- and that evening, tolerate a party thrown to celebrate her 46th birthday. But things don't always go ex- as expected. It's been over 20 years since she chose to leave the doctor. She's got a job, mates, a life. Meanwhile, her friend Catherine Chambers makes a decision that could change their lives, all their lives forever. And all their lives, and
2: Tegan discovers that you
1: can never really escape
2: the past. I'll give this one a dun-dun-dun. Because I like this one better. Uh, I don't don't know if I liked it as much.
0: I didn't like this one as much either. Uh, This was fun. Here's what I liked about it. This was fun. This was good. I I enjoyed this one. This was slightly less as well done as I think the first one.
1: I thought I would never say this about any story ever. Here's what I liked about it. Tegan.
0: Yeah, me too. (laughs) Me too. In fact, after I got done with this, I kept thinking... I feel so bad for being so rough on Tegan all these years. <laughs> I know. I hope the other guys feel the same way. <laughs> I really liked her in this. And I'm not as rough on her as this guy over here is.
2: I, I felt like I needed to get my chalkboard out and write, I will not hate on Tegan. <laughs> it just goes and, to show what not Big be, Finish can do with character. Yeah, 50, 50 and not, times not on the board. Not just
0: because she has you know, a, a fatal tumor. disease. Yeah. Not just because of that. Because this... This did where I think the first story examines Perry's story so well and gives you so much more about the character. This story does the same thing with Tegan in a completely different way.
1: There's, it is arguably tied for the best companion return that's been done, in my opinion. We'll go that far, but yeah, it was good. It was Tied good. with? School reunion. I, I consider it up to that caliber because it's so many years later. You know. Which this
2: came out in September, and school reunion would have aired
1: previously just that season, <laughs> that season, that same season.
2: So, um, story wise, it's not as good as the first one.
0: And that, 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 that's one of my problems with it: is, is story wise, it's not as good of a story.
2: I think the first part we really spend a lot of time spinning our wheels, not going anywhere. We got a huge. Tr- the first well, one so we gave us some little audio segments, and this one we've got like half an hour yeah. of audio segments. That's why was, I say
0: it's not done the same. And, you, and Keith's right; there are some of the same ones, but there's more and more of them, and, and <laughs> a little
2: differently, and everything like that. so we get all that set up, and then we get this whole cast of characters that were bouncing around back and forth between out of sequence, and the doctor's in there somewhere, but we don't know what's going on. Right, he's in there very the least, very very yeah. little. But Tegan is. And so it's like, okay, well, Tegan's our anchor then. But we really don't get to spend much time with her until we get to the well, bar.
1: <laughs> how early did you guys click that it was the same character telling this guy in the alley about what happened? That it was Kathy?
0: Uh, it took me a little bit. took me a little bit. Yeah, it took me yeah. a little bit. I, I didn't once see once into it right happened, away. Once that happened,
1: once that clicked in for me, I realized that, that was more my anchor than Tegan. Because me too. Because there for a while, Tegan didn't show agree. up either. Because it was well, teased and hinted. That no, no. The he, and I think what was. he's
0: saying is early on you hear Tegan and you you think she's going to be the anchor yeah, but it really yeah. ends up being Catherine yeah so
2: yeah. which is also a little bit of a because i don't know maybe it was just in my fit of disgust over the way the last one ended i was kind of like i thought everybody died <laughs> like he <laughs> blew up <laughs> all of baltimore right i mean it's just, <laughs> just house. none of the characters just, just, made it out of that mom last and, one
1: uh, the, the old lady friend. so
2: um well and then we get that in the audio that you know two people died in the explosion blah 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 i don't know i i just well, there was... Chambers, like, I just when, didn't When he picks latch up Perry,
1: he even mentioned She talks about how she was off at university. Uh, Kath was elsewhere, and so was Mutz's face. So. Yeah. The
2: so, yeah. it just felt like there was a whole bunch of not anything happening. And then, once we get to the bar, the the scenes between Tegan and the Doctor are, hands down, in my... There's some of the best doctor companion interaction I agree. ever I agree. Of, of anything i wish there had been more
0: of it because it my, was so good <laughs> my problem with that is though while that chunk of the bar scene was really good they seem to spend in general they seem to spend a lot of time in that dang bar and so much so that at one point I realized the name of this was called The Gathering. That's And why. I thought, oh, no. Is it because the rest of this takes place in the bar? And I, re- I really did. I got kind of disheartened because I thought, is this going to go anywhere? Because it's just all taking place here. So it wasn't until... It might have
2: been cool, like if a Cyberman <laughs> had suddenly busted out of the ladies' room in the back. It and wasn't all until... All right, bring you know, it on. You know, Tegan was kidnapped. Q's. I'd have been down Teigen for that. was
0: kidnapped and taken back to the industry place. And I was like, okay, we're, we're picking back up again here, finally. But there was a long droll <laughs> in that bar, despite the fact that the, the dialogue between Tegan and the Doctor was fantastic. There was a lot of that in time, and I thought... Oh, they call this a gathering because it's a gathering. <laughs> <laughs> it the other thing that that made it good.
2: I mean, just it was nice to have that that resolution. It was nice to have that between the two characters. Yes, but it was also nice from the standpoint that you 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 see um, Janet Fielding in in at a convention, you see Peter Davidson at a convention. And how they talk about each other that they despite the ah, that we see on screen, they have this very warm friendship that they are such good mates that they call each other up and they rib each other and all this kind of stuff, and you just think to yourself man i wish i'd I wish I'd gotten to see some of that, and you get just a little bit of that here. Yeah, you yeah. get the fact that yeah, she was grumpy, but not quite that grumpy. You get the right. fact that he tolerated it, but no, he was really more okay with it and it it, it just it put a very nice, warm veneer over a lot of that era, yeah. um, which which made it great. And then she gets kidnapped and taken away. I was like, aw.
0: <laughs>
2: well, hurry up and go get her. No, we're going to spend most of the second episode separated and not get back together <laughs> again until the very end of it. I was like, okay. So the thing that I give this episode high props for was fixing all the stuff that was wrong with the first one. <laughs> Explaining why the egg blew up and the ending that we had to have that spawned this and the fact that the brother is still alive and it kind of justified a lot of that fourth part in in the reaping. And I'm like, okay, you're, you're retroactively fixing a lot of the things that didn't work for me. I still think there's some plot holes there, but at least you're kind of dealing with the fallout in this one. But that reinforces the fact that this story didn't work on its own, and well, that you I needed this I part. Think, to well, this I, one—I on.
0: I don't think that I would have. I could get, if we had done these separately. I might have come down harder on the first story, but we did these as a grouping. These were intended to be a grouping. They were intended to be two parts of the same, you know, thread of a story, and so I think that's why that fourth part didn't bother. Me. There was not problems because right on the heels of it it's taken care of and maybe because i listened to it all in one stretch too that it, it really feels like one big episode in fact when i came here tonight i almost thought you know what i'm just going to review these as one story because it, they really are even though it's two different doctors two different containers two different locations it really is one big maybe i to need to look at story. it that way
2: because uh, we listened to most of the, the the of the reaping on the way back from time heady and I didn't get around to the second story until yesterday. Okay, Actually, no, well, I, this morning. I listened to it a this good, morning. You had a good chunk So I had two them, weeks so between yeah, them. Okay. So it, it really no, feels wait, like two listening separate Listening
0: to them right together was was just wonderfully... I mean, to me, it was just one old big... Con- now, In fact, that, I
2: even went back and re-listened to the fourth part when the Cyberman was explaining the plot because <laughs> I thought, I didn't get it. And I went back and re-listened to it and was really paying attention. And the doctor goes, oh, of course, it was a trap. And I went... <laughs>
0: What? I'll tell you the the one thing that I kept bothering me, and I, they they it ended up working out. and They fixed it. Was I kept thinking, how do you do a six story a six doctor story ahead of a fifth doctor story that is linearly working this way, but working against the doctor's <laughs> timeline? How do you not create a paradox? How it does that not happen? They did a, that really, good with that did a really good job. but there are many times you're going, I don't know how this well, is going to work. And we also had to drop line from this. the
1: Sixth Doctor of, you, you look familiar, don't I know you from somewhere? <laughs> yeah. and then, All right. <laughs> didn't think about it until yeah, later. Yeah, I, I, like, I didn't oh, cue into yeah, that until. A... What, what doesn't quite work for me on this is ha- the, 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 the primarily the tying in together of the two stories. Um, the character carryover is fine, but the number aspect of it felt like it didn't get resolved enough that okay so system was supposed to put this number in his head so that he would remember these events but he still doesn't so it seems like a waste no
0: the numbers were put the way i got it the numbers were put into his head so that his sixth incarnation would not remember and in fact every time that the numbers are spoken in the sixth one is a reason is a way to block what he should be remembering back as the Fifth Doctor. That's why oh, I think so they worked I think I so well. I misunderstood that. It was, a, it was a combination code so that he couldn't remember the events that were set forth in the Fifth, and that's what fixed the, it being a paradox. Oh, okay. those numbers I, I, I guess every I misunderstood time, that. Every time there was that a crucial moment it me that me might have given him a recollection of what happened as the Fifth Doctor, he's given those numbers, and those numbers block whatever memory he would have had of, of those certain events. So he remembers... The elements of what the adventure, but he doesn't necessarily remember how these two are connecting together. It, it doesn't okay. allow him to, to remember who Kath is. It doesn't. That's why he only is vaguely familiar. Don't you look familiar? to That was the purpose of the numbers was to keep him from oh, remembering. Oh, I thought it was to let him remember. Number. No, it was oh, to keep him from remembering.
1: Okay, so. I'll even
2: go one step further. I'd be willing to bet that if we went back and listened to the first story again, it was
1: every time they said her name.
2: That every time the numbers came up there probably is a very pertinent plot it, it's point a very there specific that point would switch point. Yes, it off. It is. And I'm willing to give him that, the, yeah, the, that is. was structured right. in that way. I kind of thought like you at first. It was like, we're going to put this in as a memory block. To, uh, what did that's, that's, that's kind that of a weak thing. Anything. But then I realized why they were doing it and went, oh, okay, you're cleaning up your mess. All yeah, right, I yeah. got it. I'm with you. Preventing well, a because paradox. the
0: doctor's even making the comments up to the point that he has the computer put the, the number in his head or the, the machine or whatever it is. Um, and so he's commenting up to the, I've got to be careful that I don't set up a paradox because he's starting to learn that he knew her be- or he knows her later. And it, it's those things. And so he sets up the failsafe. And that's why all of that occurs in the Sixth Doctor story. So. That's what I thought was really clever about this. Because, again, I'm sitting there going, how are you going to not make this a paradox? How are you not going to remember when you become the sixth doctor that all of this happened to you and it's set up for what's happening now? And when I get to the number and installing the number, I thought, oh, that's great.
2: I liked um, Alan and the Google Box, that he started off as an intern.
0: Before <laughs> that he was, was a great <laughs> introduction and set up. Before he was, was cloned. Yeah. You know That, that was. was really cool. Um, I also like the fact that it he almost he, he almost gets a chance to become a companion. <laughs> That's so close. really clever. So close. No, I better stay.
2: It it also plays very nicely with the, 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 the fan retconning where now, you know, you took it, it, like a time crash and Peter Davidson goes, You're a fan because he's met this guy. That's <laughs> you know? true. The that Linda lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, this is where it all started. And the book
1: that he wasn't interested in finding after the fact now was kind of explained. Also,
2: oh, you know, he left his book.
0: <laughs>
2: Those were all wonderful little little bits and pieces that that that, that came together. Um, it's
1: the, the the also the overall plot of the cath and what's his face James. Is kind of I don't well, like that
0: plot so much. What, In what, fact, what, what were you part trying of to me, yeah. part of me was her uh, motivations well, were a little wonky. Again, still. though, yeah, I, I, I think I I her motivations motivations his motivations were the worst. Yeah, yeah. and, and but what? what not knowing, what they done, well, knowing either. that he's the reason why the harvest. I mean, I think it was. It was kind of as we we kind of talked about a little bit earlier. I think. This was a way to lead into the events, of the Harvest, which is the sixth Doctor, as to how that seventh, tech, seventh Doctor, how that technology got out there, is he's the reason for it. That being to some said, extent, though, not well, as much as you might think. Not, yeah, it does Well, did you re-listen to it to the Harvest? Yeah. No, I didn't. Okay, I, I, I did. did,
1: and I re- misremembered it wrong. Also, oh, in okay. the fact of the only thing that carries over is system, the what, right. what operates. Didn't the Cybermen have nothing to do with the carryover here? Right, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. System is All the right. reason. He's Just, the
0: reason system comes yes, about, and yes. system is what carries over to harvest. That's yes, what I'm yes, referring yes. To. Yeah. Now,
1: I, I was thinking that it was he helped create the cyber. No, no, it harvest. was not him. And that's no, why no, I would re-listen right, to right, it to right. make sure I was no, remembering. He was
0: correctly. the reason system comes about. Yeah. So, so hold said, on, real though, quick.
2: Having done it that way, is it is it worth putting it as a like a full blown trilogy if you did them in order?
0: I wouldn't do them in order. I don't think they would work as well in order. I, I think it works best the way they put
1: them out. Yeah. Okay. I, mean, I think it has to be 765. It, it, it doesn't diminish anything for Harvest because it is just system. It, you get a little bit of glee of, oh, okay, that's system. Okay, that's that's how this goes. And then there's that's really the only connection. So okay. it is a loosely connected trilogy. It's a duology with a third part that loosely
2: connects.
0: Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's okay. What I didn't like about James is I thought he was a little too scenery-chewing, a little too over-the-top. I thought the character, uh, I don't know if the character was written that way or if the actor pushed it to portray it that way. But I thought that was the element that kind of took me out of the story is it felt a little too panto to me. It felt too, okay, you've taken this villain and really, or this guy and really turned him into that maniacal maniac, greed you know, yeah, I mean, and it's fine to have that kind of character, but it's like they pushed that character a little too much, and that 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 would take me out of the story every once in a while. But so that was my biggest complaint about this is I well, thought that, James that, was a little too, and I <laughs> couldn't
1: quite get a clear idea of what they were going to do. Yeah, they wanted to upload <clears throat> Eve and create the system that was going to save a bunch of people, but.
0: But yeah, that was that, her.
1: That's her plan. That was but her what was, plan. What was his, his plan? Was, I never got a, his.
0: Was to sell that to sell that later. To, later, and to, that's why I think system ends up out there because he because still uses he the backup yeah. and he ends up selling it. Um, his whole motivation was oh, there's that empowered. backup copy of system. Yeah. I'm going to have to look into that.
2: That's right, the tie right. Okay, yeah. Yeah.
0: and so because system because within system this isn't is even destroyed. really the issue yeah. in harvests either. So. No, but system <laughs> is the reason why. How they how they can do right. what they can do, so the uh, yeah his his whole motive, motivation. In fact, that's why there's a backup copy of it because he's yeah. he's, he's going to utilize it for. It was really it was it was that you know moustache twirling. I'm going to make millions. I'm going to make millions of, that was all his boiled down to. See, and he like that realized that she list. was a, a vehicle. And I think that's oh, that's an okay element. The problem with that is it was turned into that mustache twirling villain yeah. and it shouldn't have been done that he should have just had a silent motive as opposed to a vocal motive to the audience yeah and and he it was it was just too much but i i i, I and can't it complain felt like about the that. threat wasn't as high either well when it's greed it doesn't ever seem to be yeah <laughs> and, and you're right <laughs> i guess it's that true yeah. yeah
2: that's one of the problems i have with when you when you introduce a greedy villain and it's i'm in the history of greedy villains, it seems like most of them are already rich, and you know it's like what's the problem with ninja turtles uh why are you doing this? money? dude you have a house with a heliport on your lawn <laughs> how how much is Sark Industries.
0: I mean, it, it's it, it's a it's a trope through all. How of, much is too much? Yeah. I
2: mean, it just I so it maybe Donald Trump. I may,
0: mean, it's... <laughs> oh wait, that's not that's that's maybe right it's out. because yeah, I yeah.
2: don't have any money that I don't understand this. <laughs> I need money in order to. That's that's my, I'm going to start there a Kickstarter. Go. I'm going to give me money that's so that they I can say understand. Greed wh- is the root
0: of all evil? Yeah,
2: so that I can understand greed. Help Sean understand yeah. greed. Give him money.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, it, it just. I, I didn't get the, you know, well, I built this program. This, oh, okay. Something nefarious. Cool. What does it do? Well, it's going to shut off all the communications. Okay. Why? Oh,
0: <laughs> so then people need it.
2: <laughs> Other than
1: saving Tegan's life, there wasn't much of a, we got to stop this yeah. aspect. To it. I would
2: agree with that. Yes. So, yeah, it is
1: arguably system. I as evidence in the harvest system actually does a lot of good.
2: Does the end justify the means? Well, I don't know about that. I'm I'm sure Eve would disagree. Yeah,
1: Eve. That's the downside of it. And aren't we
2: we clever naming this character Eve? (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, I just, I kind of felt like her motivation for, well, I'm creating this so that I can help people. It was like, but you're going to kill somebody to do it. Why don't you volunteer for it? Right, right. If, if you are, if this is truly yeah. a, a benevolent that you want to help mankind,
0: why aren't you strapping yourself into this I'm ready this to thing? sacrifice for mankind, but I'm not ready to self-sacrifice for yeah, mankind. Yeah. You
1: know? well, they also tried to explain it away that she was smart, the smartest person that, she was the only person that Which could do
0: it. Which think was a very thin plot line <laughs> it because <was> <laughs> she's just happy being a receptionist. Yeah, She's this like, apparently genius person who's got a high IQ and she ends up being good friends with cat and just wants to be a receptionist for the place. That just seemed kind of
1: weird. But the, the reason why cat can't do it, that gives me at least a, okay, well that's why she's not self-sacrificing is because she's not smart enough to step into the machine and help become help the machine evolve. I could I could swallow that a little. bit. I suppose bit.
0: putting Eve in the position of she doesn't she has the ability but not the motivation to utilize the ability. And there's a lot of people maybe, out there like well, that. Well, maybe there's that that to, is a justification for cat that well, you know, she's not putting she's her full potential her to good use. And... So we'll put it to good use. I don't know. That just seemed it did. It seems you were seemed you were really smart thin. enough to
2: spend the off time between 1984 and 2012, whenever this one was set, becoming a doctor just saying <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's true you know I mean uh, the, 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 the motivation for some things
0: but when it comes down to it the heart of this one I think is 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 what sells it for that's me. what you listen to yeah. it for yeah. Yeah. and uh, the story isn't as good as the first story the first story wins out because of the the the, the idea of it this one it really feels a bit like the story has to go this way in order to tie everything together, and then you get the really great moments between Tegan and the Doctor, and it, so it, it works out. And it's not—I was kidding. It's not a meh but it's not quite as good for me as the first one. And was it? Do I do I
2: disremember um, the the end of this one? What happened to her brother? He just died in the explosion. Did, I'm did, assuming. You know, yeah. we, uh, we
0: didn't really go there, but that's so I think we're meant to assume is that yeah. Uh, and
1: that's what I thought. I thought uh, that's why I went to listen to the Harvest because after hearing that, I thought, oh, so he's the Cybermen that helped set that off. That's kind of what I would have wasn't. thought, but it's not. Yeah, yeah. Because they crashed the Earth, so it was, that's not yeah, the that's issue.
2: Right. Um, so yeah, it just, it, like I said, it, it, this one wound up fixing a lot of the little problems that I had with the first one, but not enough to fix the end of it. But I don't think either of them are strong enough necessarily to stand on their no, own. I, I, on I, th- I think the character stuff was great with Perry in the first one. The character stuff with Tegan's great in the second one. The Cybermen plots are pretty solid with the exception of the Y. And then the rest of it's just kind of, um, I don't know, filler. And I still think you, if, if you're going to set up this weird... This is the other thing I don't get. Maybe just because my brain works differently, but... You're going to do this really cool Mobius strip twisty time travel thing that doesn't result in a self fulfilling paradox, which I was really happy about. Yeah, very pleased with that. But your inciting incident is the Google Box, <laughs> which is the perfect device to set up a really cool, self, you know, Mobius strip story with all the back and forth, and you're watching events happen that you're not
0: privy to, and
2: all oh, this is going to be great, and then you don't use it. Yeah. I I I just I'm still kind of flabbergasted by There might that. have been a
0: better device to get Perry back home. But I mean because yeah. that's ultimately that's what it it's it is designed to do is yeah. for her to see that something tragic has happened so she has to go home. And then for the They're doctor to see something way, tragic
2: happens to go pick her back up. Which makes me wonder if <laughs> most
0: of this story is that Yeah, exactly. Which is most of the, why that most of that story was probably there and this was the okay well we'll just do this to do to get it we to, need set a way to do it. I yeah. bet that was written later, but yeah, no, I, I was I fine just, with it. With unfortunately, it. the only
1: time we get to visit the Google Box,
0: I know. Yeah. So far, big finish. Still yeah, making. It's true. <laughs> That'd be an impressive callback at this point. <laughs> Cybermen take over the Google later. Box. I don't know. Well, just, you kind of it kind of makes you wonder if the Google Box got in the wrong hands, you wouldn't need time travel. That's true. <laughs> so maybe it's best left a just small setup <laughs> device and not. <laughs> It's, it's one of those,
2: maybe that's the problem, maybe it's, it's, it's too big of an, a, a thing because one of these greedy, unscrupulous businessmen could go to the Google box and surely write a computer program that would analyze trends of something and then find a way to make money off yeah, of it and, you know... You know then I own the Google maybe Box. This, maybe then, this maybe this <laughs> author
0: started with a story that was gonna be surrounding the Google Box and realized the the, the peril of writing something that big and, and just made it an element of this story. It's like J.K.
2: Rowling going, Time Turner's, oh those have got to go. But I can't have those. I really have those <laughs> really in Harry Potter.
0: I really have a feeling that this author had listened or had had read at least The Harvest and thought, you know, I want to sort of connect these, and it and did. And oh, in fact, yeah. that's why they named them that way, too, because they're all very similarly named. They're all a process of, of uh, farming, farming, yeah. yeah, agriculture. That's what I was just about to bring up.
2: Which is weird, because it works a little bit better in a way with the harvest being they're harvesting parts for the Cybermen. Aha, cool, it works on a, you know. And then the, the gathering, and I guess we're gathering at the bar. <laughs>
0: Well, I think even the reaping was the the reaping of the. Of... Well, because it's a it's a it's a misdirection, but the reaping of of human bodies to to, to convert them into Cybermen, even though that isn't being the plot. Oh, you know, yet,
2: you, but... you reap what you sow. I want to go back in, uh, into proto history and, and and set it up so that everybody's a Cyberman. Okay, here you go.
0: That's when it <laughs> connects. is you're yeah. absolutely right. Yeah.
2: But, yeah, just, I'm probably being a little unfairly harsh on it. I just Well,
0: now I know because you had such a gap between the two stories. <laughs> so I, I I don't take anything you said now serious. No. <laughs> when, when do you ever?
2: <laughs> you know what? We probably, before we do that, we probably ought to at the very least mention that, hey, happy 50th birthday, yeah. Cybermen, yes. which is why Cybermen. we did this together. And
0: we did... Um, the tenth planet, as Keith mentioned last week, we pressed play at midnight, which was the uh the day day of the last transmission of the story as well. Yes. So. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Serendipity.
2: And Cybermen are cool.
0: They are. Eh. <laughs> they can They're be cool. They can be. They've got some weaknesses as far as storylines go, but Sean almost had me convinced this was one but
1: (laughs) so um, these stories are stronger than their TV stories
0: (laughs) happy well I I think that's true Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) certainly true so happy anniversary and and, uh, it makes me want to go back this month now and listen to spare parts again
1: yeah I thought about that too after watching
0: uh, 10th Planet (laughs) since this Cyberman got dumped off on Mondo's similar or close to at the end of that well after the end of that one story so
2: <laughs> it'd be interesting to look at the the, the mondas specific stories in sequence because i still watch uh, attack of the cybermen and i'm not sure i get it there's so much well, lore uh, packed into that one that I it's think just it, like i'm still I, not sure i follow what's well, happening I think what's
0: what, hard to keep track what what, what kind of messes up the storyline of of the Cybermen is when Tomb comes about and we end up with a Telos uh, planet as well. Yeah, And so we've got Mondos and Telos and then I think that kind of seemed to uh, water down their history and some people would think, well, you could that gives you kind of a broader aspect of where you can go with the Cybermen story. But it seems like as the Cybermen story is told it's so watered down because we're not talking about uh, Mondas in Attack of the Cyber, and We're talking about Telos, and we're 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 trying to fit Telos in a little better and go to, back and yeah, we're trying to fit Telos, yeah, into, to fit telos into it, and so it gets lost in the whole. You know, because we're not t- dealing with Mondos we're dealing with Telos, so it kind of gets lost in the in the. As they try to fix it. See, you're saying it, that, and I just realized yeah. that I had it wrong again. That's why I'm well, so Sean. confused. And Mondas <laughs> is mentioned in there, and they're trying to, because they're trying too hard to fix or, or to make it work with Mondas and Tomas.
1: When, when arguably Tomb of the Cybermen makes, it makes sense because it's. It was fine with cyber Wars. Yeah, it was, and it was all fine of this, with Tomb, but there's then so they much try to connect info it in that beginning that it makes sense. Right. Yeah. Kind of the same setup for. Uh, Nightmare and Silver. It's just one of their many locations that they went and hibernated.
2: I see, I have no problem with it being a sanctuary. It's a yeah, we're gonna go here and recharge. We'll hide out. We'll, we'll do okay. You can't go to Mondas,
0: so Cybermen, sure. Cybermen are <laughs> they need probably a new place to
2: go after the Cybermen
0: cyber are probably better in Revenge and Earthshock when we're not dealing with their backstory. They're just a mindless upgrading machine. You know that. that seems to work better so silver nemesis too even so yeah. electric boogaloo
1: <laughs> despite the gold slingshot of death yeah well <laughs> it has its own it's issues, got its own but, yeah. well, and same thing with revenge of the Siren and introducing the gold aspect well, to it well yeah
0: no I, I would agree but I suppose those go hand in hand in, that, in that regard <laughs>
1: we had polyjuice that we could use previously so why not just continue that <laughs>
0: True.
2: (laughs) The the gold weakness is one of those things that, growing up with Tom Baker, that that was that was my introduction to the Cybermen. That's how you got rid of them. They were allergic to gold. Okay,
1: and to some extent it makes sense if you crush it into their chest plate where they.
0: Breathe, my, well I think it my my, sucks my problem with clogs it. my problem with it is it it went from gold dust because of the the makeup of the dust it clogs up the ventilation I'm fine with that it makes sense when we started using dust. when we Just start dust. well but, but maybe there's a finite element to gold dust that does have that uh, Aspect or that? Uh, well, that, it, could, it couldn't be regular dust because they couldn't—they'd be worthless. Yeah, you couldn't true. invade anywhere. <laughs> so, so I'm okay with that. But it's when you get into the well, they're allergic to gold, and so a gold arrow ends up being a <laughs> kryptonite. I have, the same, I have the same that's, issue. That's the problem. And so, I think that the problem we have is somewhere between revenge and silver nemesis. Somebody came up with the catchphrase that they're allergic to gold. That's why I never say they're allergic to gold no. because I hate that. But when somebody came up, and I, I'm not picking on you because you said that, but, but that that's been kind of the mindset. The initial they say they're idea allergic. Idea when somebody sense. says they're allergic to gold, then suddenly a writer goes, "Well, gold is their kryptonite, so we can use it in any way we want." Then that, that's where it falls apart. Yeah, I'm going to
2: write a story. It's, it's where almost
1: the, like somebody didn't go back and rewatch Revenge of the Cybermen to see yeah, that they it just was gold. Re- does. They, they exactly. just remember it being the it was planet of gold. gold. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Right.
2: <laughs> Which the whole plot of Revenge of the Cybermen is what's going to blow up Vogon right? Yeah. Yes. The, the planet of gold. We're gonna blow it up. Wouldn't that create a lot of gold dust? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but it's they're in, safe space, in their space. So. Aren't you better off leaving it as one lump? <laughs> <laughs> then and we
0: already know from <laughs> the moon, no, wheel in space. Although we don't, because we haven't done much about wheel in space yet. But as we know from wheel in space, you know the Cybermen also don't do well in space. You know, without a ship. So oh. it's you know. It, but you it's, think it's they not, would? Yeah, you know, exactly. But. <laughs> They did find
1: on the moon. They
0: did find on the moon. Maybe they just need
1: a little bit of gravity. <laughs> well they don't have thrusters. So yeah, that, that is, they, well, they need do, to be they, the modern cyber. They, they do now. Mess, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> now they can fly and see it's a piece of cake.
0: See, there's there's a species that has evolved in the right <laughs> process. <laughs> Daleks just suddenly can navigate stairs. That doesn't work. But
1: you know, well they gotta eventually get there too. I mean <laughs>
2: that 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 is a it took them a
1: really long time. But it took Cybermen a really <laughs> long time to fly too. It took them all so, Thirty years, so. it
2: took 20, twenty-five years before that evolution came up. You could be defeated by stairs. Oh <laughs> uh, then that thing went. Whoo.
0: <laughs> oh, it's a wonderful revelation. It's oh, like, it's, oh, wow! But anyway, anyway,
2: and not in Revelation of the Daleks, <laughs> <Doics. No, no. laughs> which would have been a real revelation. Wouldn't that have been cool? They oh, no. should have worded those wrong. Yeah, R- remembrance. I don't remember anything, but that's a revelation. <laughs> okay, so anyway, um, happy birthday, Cyberman. Uh, so coming up next on the schedule, we hope you enjoyed this uh, this adversary archive. Uh, coming up next, we have a, a companion archive. We're gonna uh, we're gonna talk some Liz Shaw next week, and we're gonna uh, uh, do this uh, by starting with parts one through four. Thank you, Keith, of Inferno uh, for Friday Night Who this week because uh, we kind of goofily realized that we had done all the Liz Shaw stories this year and went, well, let's do all the Liz Shaw stories this year.
0: And almost in order.
2: Almost in order.
0: Did you realize that when we push play on Friday night that it will be the 43rd anniversary of Liz appearing on television? Oh. No, not really. Oh. But it would be cool, wouldn't it? (laughs) Dang it, go ahead. (laughs) So they're looking at me like, are you for real, Clark? And uh, <laughs> I was, I was he, he, he buying he it. Good line and sinker. Sure, why not? Oh, yeah, cool. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, plan that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Serendipity. Uh, uh, so,
1: considering she wasn't even on in
0: November. Nope. No. <laughs> January to June.
2: <laughs> so um, uh, uh, parts one through four of Inferno for Friday Night Who this week. And then we'll do a, uh, a, a kind of a Liz Shaw Companion Archive. We're going to talk a little bit about, about her career. Um, and we'll review Big Finish Companion Chronicle Season 1, Number 3, The Bluetooth. So that's on the, on the docket for next week's show. We will finish off Inferno with parts 5 through 7. That's why we broke it up because it's, it's a long one. Uh, for Friday Night Who next week... And then uh, we'll get the opportunity to review some more uh, candy jar books by going into the, uh, the Lethbridge-Stewart universe with uh, the short stories that are featured in Havoc Files 2. And I've been seeing some uh, Facebook posts from some of our listeners. Uh, that they're, they're arriving in the mail. So that, that's very exciting because now you've got two weeks to kind of delve into those stories and do everything. And, and specifically, uh, a friend of the show, Andy Frank-Mallon, has uh, written one called The Ashes of Inferno. So we thought, well, that'll be a perfect little, we'll, we'll give you the first one before the next one. And hopefully by that point, we'll be on the Power of the Dogs. <laughs> if everything plans fingers out well, past. fingers, fingers crossed. crossed. And if not, well, I'll come up with a new plan. But <laughs> rest of the schedule is, of course, on our website.
0: All right. And if you're not already supporting us on Patreon, well, why not? Um, you can support this show by donating to our Patreon account. And uh, all that money goes right back into the show. For those of you that are already uh, supporters, we thank you very much for that.
2: Except for the parts that I'm using for the learning about greed, those are that that is not going (laughs) into the podcast. Not really using.
0: (laughs) All right, is that going to do it for this week? All right,
2: until next week. I'm Glenn. I'm Sean. I'm Keith. Cheers. Good night, everybody. Be seeing you. Thanks Thanks for
0: listening. Happy birthday, Cyberman! Yay! Excellent. You have been listening to Traveling the Vortex. Doctor Who and all of its associated programs are owned and trademarked by the BBC. No infringement is intended or implied.